In no way, shape, or form am I being sex negative. I'm just saying that I don't think at a public event like Pride, where it's supposed to be all or welcome, I don't think we need to be like having orgies in a tent somewhere right next to like the Pepsi Pride tent or something. That has never happened before. She like announced that we're recording. That's never yeah, happened before. I've never seen that before either. Is that new? She it said, might be. this meeting is now being recorded. I don't like that. The only time that's ever happened is when like we host like webinars or something at work and we're like, we're going to record it. Yeah. And we've had guests before. So I don't know. She said, it's, she said it's Pride Month. Let me speak. This, <laughs> this meeting is now being recorded. Very suspicious. Like yeah, that. that was very scary. Anyway, okay. um, to all well, of you uh, tuning welcome, in, friends. Nick is here, but Ely and Nick met off recording. So sorry. You know, we needed to. So, I but we're here we, now. I think we needed to also. Yeah. Thank you. Thank no. you for understanding, Nick. Of course. Come on, Zach. Yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you for being here, Nicholas. Of course. Thanks for inviting me. I, it's, I know I was going to be on an episode a couple weeks ago, but, you know, the, the time is right now. So, right, right. I'm excited. Nick said the gay episode, <laughs> got to be on. <laughs> got to. I mean, who else would we even have on for the gay episode? Come on. <laughs> Oh, for those of you who don't know, Nick is my boyfriend. Although if you've been loyal listeners, you would you would have tracked the whole saga because it kind of started with the first episode. Now it's episode 13. Wow. And he is here joining us. Yes. It yes. is awesome. us. Should we check in? Well, um, I think uh, we kind of are I don't need do we need to check in? <laughs> uh well, uh for the listeners, Ely's dog is hurt. Not good. Yeah. Um, um our mascot Shuri. Pray for Shuri. <laughs> pray for sure get it trending on twitter yeah please and send me some money so i can pay for her vet bills <laughs> see maybe my now venmo we need to start a patreon at, my venmo is at eliana dash reed please send me some money and my cash app way. is my cash app is at uh i don't remember my cash app hold on <laughs> do i have cash app yeah i do how do you see your username Oh, my cash app is just Eliana Reed. So please send me some money. <laughs> for, for just a dollar a day, you can support yeah. Ely and Shuri through this tough time. So. Wait, yeah, Ely, check your phone. Wow. Thank you, Jack, <laughs> for sending me one dollar. Save a first donation. Let's run a phone right now. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. You You're could welcome. be next. <laughs> <laughs> I had to start the, the, the pattern. And yes, I really did donate a dollar. Thank you. I'm actually going to send my friends a message and tell them to give me some money. (laughs) Should I be charging Morgan? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she's responsible for her injury. I'm just kidding. Her son is. No, Shuri's just a psycho and she doesn't know when to stop. So it's 100% her fault. (laughs) Well, um, I'll donate more if it comes to an operation. I I don't want to see Peanut all hurt. I know. It does. It do hurt. It do hurt. Yeah. Honey, why don't you tell us about your day? Um, you mean how I lost my wallet in my freezer? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I literally was going crazy. I thought that I lost my wallet, tore my whole place apart, tore my car apart. <laughs> and then I get back home and I'm like, wait, 
I brought back the frozen burger patties from the barbecue yesterday. Let me check in the box. And sure enough, there she is in the box, <laughs> burger patties. So, oh you know, not my brightest moment, but I'd rather it be in the freezer than lost. Right, in than in someone so, else's pockets. Exactly. So I'll take it as a win. <laughs> Good on you. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to think of the weirdest place I've ever found something that I lost, but I don't really lose a lot of things. So, oh, let me knock on wood for wow, that. Oh, congrats. Yeah, it must be nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It must be nice to be white. <laughs> well are you saying black people lose things racist uh, clearly we I mean, do yeah look at us <laughs> what's the last thing you lost me your, besides your mind yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i lose stuff all the time i'm a dumb bitch <laughs> <laughs> all right well Zach's had a uh, a very fine day. Thank you for asking. Oh, yeah. How was your day? Oh. <laughs> I kid. I Are you kid. kidding? Yeah, you asked me like all day. And thank you for that because you're very supportive and nice. Well, yes, let's rehash your day. Uh. Minute by minute. Well, I didn't really do much considering I was off work today. It's my last day off of work, oh. but I cut my hair and I went to Trader Joe's and... Wow. Um, how much did you spend at Trader Joe's? Yes. Okay. So I spent a total of $224 at Trader Joe's, but in my defense, obviously I knew I had a two week trip coming up. So in the weeks leading up to the trip, I made an effort to eat and use as much food as I could have so that it, none would go to waste while I was gone. Wait. Proud of you. Wait, what was that? Nothing. What was that a ghost? was it what wait wait wait! no did you say something <laughs> it was a sound that came out of my phone <laughs> oh thank god okay so i guess i would prefer her to be distracted and then there to be a ghost haunting the airwaves because i thought it was okay. like a spirit talking maybe i was really trying to put my ghost. phone on do not disturb maybe you were anyway um i was i didn't want to waste food and so coming back to a practically empty fridge and freezer and pantry i had to stock up and i might have indulged in a very nice bottle of olive oil because i was feeling flagrant oh you were out of olive oil for a while i was i needed olive oil and i thought let me get the big bottle with the pourer on it so that was like a little bit extra but um no, I got, and I also got carried away because Trader Joe's has some really cool new items. And I was like, oh, I need to try that and that and that. Um, Ely, don't make that face at me. <laughs> <laughs> People who talk passionately about Trader Joe's make me laugh. <laughs> it's just. They do have some time. pretty good, like seasonal things. So I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. It is easy because you're like, oh, it's only here for, you know, this month. I might as well get it. Mm-hmm. And then you do that every month and then you wind up playing yourself. But in the moment, it is very nice. Yeah, and just wait till October rolls around. Oh, Bill's going to be $324. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, but yes, that's, that's, uh, that's what I did today. And now we're recording the pod. I also filled out our outline, which is more to be said than Ely. Um. Okay, um, I had to take my dog to the vet and hold her up while she tried to use the bathroom several times. So... You know, that's a very protracted way of saying and I'm homophobic. And I also had to like work my job. Oh. Like, you know, make money. Yeah. To support yeah. said dog. She needs to go to college. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She does. She's kind of uh no, I'm not going to insult my niece. 
She's actually a very sweet dog. The only thing she does I don't like is bark at every car that drives down the road. Yeah, she does bark. Morgan's mom was watching her yesterday and she was like, she was so good, but she barks a lot. I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so I have a question for both of y'all. What was the highlight of you two hanging out last week? (gasps) Probably Sherry's reaction when Zach came through the door the first time. Oh, I thought you were talking about the pod episode from last week, and I had an oh, answer locked and loaded. That, but don't the, spoil it for me. The highlight. Oh, okay. Well, the highlight of of last week's pod, I put right at the beginning of the episode, is our cold open. So you can look forward to that. It's <laughs> pretty intrigued. fucking funny. Um, but uh, my highlight from last week. Oh my god, there's so many good moments. Um, highlights. I. I don't know why this is just like riding in my memory, but just the moment that I realized that the weenie run was going to not only be taking place, but taking place inside the stadium. And I thought it was going to be taking place. It's the weenie run in my heart. Okay. Your voice and that Snapchat you sent me when the run was happening, you were like the happiest guy in the world. Oh, I played it on the pod we recorded last week. So (laughs) you'll be hearing it again. Um, Yeah. The registers that my voice reached in that was a little bit concerning. Mariah Carey levels, honestly. Yeah, it really was. But that was fun. <sighs> anyway. It's a good highlight. Happy Pride, by the way. It's June 1st upon yes. recording. I need to change my Facebook profile picture to put like a rainbow on top of it so people know that I'm celebrating oh my gosh. Pride. They must or, know. You know, they could scroll down just a little bit and see your relationship status and know that you like Dick. Yeah, but maybe you know? he's not proud to be with you. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> You're the one that made it Facebook official. It wasn't me, so... <laughs> This is my favorite part about meeting Zach's boyfriends is ganging up on him. (laughs) Okay, don't even act like you were in cahoots with all of them. Because one, you never met Kyle. Two, Adam, you didn't like. Okay. So you're talking about Derek, basically, who I dated for (laughs) three months. The boy with black people. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. That's what it is. Yeah, Adam actually- That might be it. (laughs) Adam insulted her the first time they met in a really shady way. What'd he say? He says like you're He says you're... something about my outfit, about how I look. I, <laughs> I think like, he said I, don't I think like he <laughs> I think he said uh we met him at at a at a gay bar and he said like your personality says one thing, but your outfit says another or something no, like he, that. He, no, he said, Well, you're not really dressed to go out. Oh yeah. Kind of cute. I was like <laughs> the shade. Yeah, he's I a bitch like, ass. This motherfucker wants me to punch him in public. <laughs> but I didn't, because I'm a yeah. nice person. <laughs> and look who has the last laugh. Look who's still in Zach's life. <laughs> that was my last laugh. <laughs> it was a good one. It was perfect. Yeah, he texts yes. me back. Mm. Huh? You text me back, but not Adam. Didn't Adam text you like last month? Oh, yeah, that really dramatic text. I told Nick about it too. Yes. In fact, I, I sent him an audio note of reading reading. it dramatically. <laughs> yes, it was quite entertaining. Very long. Very long. Oh, just, oh my God. Anyway, Imagine the topic. How he talks in person. I don't want to reimagine. <laughs> um, the topic for this week is exhausted by pride because as we established, pride starts today. It seemed very timely, although you won't be hearing this for another like eight days, but still, it'll still be pride month. Um, and as the only cis white gay in this conversation, Ooh. yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank you. Um, 
I would like to acknowledge that yes, like I have a very healthy dose of privilege in this conversation. And I know that a lot of you might roll your eyes as I'm tearing down other cis white gays, but do it. That's all he has to say about that. I, I just wanted to acknowledge that yes, I have self-awareness, okay. But um, I also do not go to pride celebrations. I've not been to a pride is since 2016. And yes, I also acknowledge it is a privilege to not go to pride in some respects as a cis white gay man. So I just want to acknowledge my my whiteness and my maleness and Ely's face says it all. <laughs> what is that? Is that your dog? What? Me? Oh, never mind. I thought I heard something. I think yeah. it was Zach. Zach was making quite a bit of noise over oh. there. Oh. You, you know, Sasha's like asleep, so. I might have, yeah. Zach, Sorry. is there a ghost? <laughs> I sure hell hope not. Stop. You're making me scared now because those whispers I heard, it might have been your phone, but it legit sounded like someone to communicate. Someone was trying to it communicate was, with me. It was um, the lady from Texas B-Works because I was watching her video before I like clicked off my phone. And so when I opened my phone, that was the first thing. That is that a haunted house? Is that the TikTok lady? Yes, the lady that uh, picks up all the bees on that, TikTok. It gives me nightmares when I watch those. TikToks. Oh, I love watching no, her videos. No, no, I'd be no. like, "Oh yeah, scoop them bees." Didn't you just say last episode that your worst fear would be uh, being killed alive by spiders? Okay, spiders are not bumblebees. They're both. <laughs> they're both insects and both plentiful. Okay. Also, I personally would not touch bees with my bare hand, but I admire her for doing that. So I love watching her videos. Okay, fair enough. Shall we move on to the topic at hand? <laughs> yes, please. Yes, let's do it. Where should we start? Where should we start? Where should we start? It's Pride Month, Henny. Yes, mama, work. Yes, yes, yes. Get that bag. Go to Pride. Suck some dick. Just kidding. Be safe. Yes. Uh, anyway. <laughs> typical white man taking up all the space yep i'm used to it (laughs) says the woman who did not put anything on our planning document yeah that's me not taking up any space Uh, (laughs) literally (laughs) yes oh in a topic that does not pertain to myself she got you there zachary anyway well as the topic does not pertain to you do you have anything you'd like to say to start out with or are you going to be a commentator on our on our thing sexuality is a lie Oh, <laughs> actually, please elaborate. I'm Hot curious. Takes. Okay, well, I mean, okay, sexuality is not a lie. However, I feel like it's not talked about enough how it like, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't like it's, it's really nobody's business. So yeah, that's all I have to say. I will say I've spent some time trying to figure out like how I feel about dating in relationships and just like men in general. Um, partially because of TikTok, not going to lie. The TikTok algorithm is always convincing me that I'm bisexual, (laughs) but, uh, you will probably never catching, catch me licking somebody's kitty cat. So I really don't think that's a, it's a thing, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, I also saw some people like say, like deciding that like, you don't have to define yourself as like the most liberating thing. So I think maybe that's just what I'm going to do. Yes, but I'm curious as to why you called it a lie and not a construction. Or it's not guess, even that it's a construction. I see what you mean, though. It's like there's there's a 
tendency to be rigid in defining yourself in terms of sexuality, at least in the mainstream. I guess in the sense of my statement, lie and construction are the same. <laughs> okay, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. By the way, you you can engage in the lady folk without licking a kitty cat. I just, I think it would just freak me out, like the thought of engaging with another woman sexually. I see. Me too. And so I don't, I don't want to, I don't, and I don't want to like limit somebody to like not have that part of a relationship if that's what they want. So, I mean, like if somebody wants to have like a non-sexual relationship, cool, <laughs> but. Hit Ely up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, ace people kind of have it made because like Nick and I talk about this a lot. It's like sex is kind of exhausting. <laughs> Zach, we don't touch each other. It's just strictly, you know, we're oh. there in the same space. But like, You just stare at each other and go, meow, meow, meow. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I stick my finger in his belly button and I swirl it around. At least you don't find gunk in my belly button. Okay. Did you find some fuzz in his belly button? He found it himself. I yeah. found it and I was like, this was a few weeks ago and I was like, what is this? Is this lint? And it was, I was having a hard time getting it out. And then I finally got it out. And I was like, Ew. I think it is. And I said, what should I do with it? And Nick said, just, just fling it. And I said, oh. okay. So I flinged it into the ether. And you I'm the dog eating it by now. So <laughs> Sasha said, mm, taste Okay, Caucasian. but actually, did you guys know there's like kidney stones, but for your belly button and you can like pass a belly button stone. I have done that before. And I Googled what? it like a common thing yeah like you what can pass hell? like something similar to a kidney stone out of your belly button i would not like to talk about this i'm a okay. <laughs> it was just like a weird sensation like i could feel something was in my belly button and it just kind of worked its way out <laughs> it felt like a rock um, Ew. very tiny like Ely, that's pretty big from your your finger approximation. Okay, my belly button might be big. Wait, how did you pass it with your belly button ring in? Oh, belly button rings are like that. Oh, I see. They're like yeah. little adornments. Adornments. <laughs> anyway, let's get back on track. I think a good place to start would be the pretty obvious fact that like pride is super cis white gay focused. It has been for a long time, especially I wrote like, especially after marriage legalization in 2015, I feel like it just became even more so. And this is something that's really frustrating about pride and just gay men in general. After marriage legalization, I feel like a lot of gay men, and I apologize, it's going to be gay men focused because Nick and I are gay men. You know, we don't I don't want to speak. How dare like, you leave out all the other letters of the LGBTQ acronym? Oh, I'm not leaving them out. We'll get direct there. quote from just, Zach to me. Okay, earlier. maybe I'll cut that part out. Um, no, <laughs> just, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, I, I I don't like it when like gay men they act like I don't know like the the struggle is over just because marriage legalization happened and therefore they feel like there's nothing else to fight for and and instead of fighting on behalf of the rest of the community that may need support they're just they're they've been kind of like we're done now let's party it's quite it's selfish honestly like if if it's a problem that isn't affecting the majority which is for this part of the conversations cis white gays 
then if it doesn't, if it doesn't affect them, then no reason really to, you know, try to work to fix it. So it is a sad reality in our community. Yeah. And that's why you have, was I, I was talking to Ely about this while I was in Milwaukee, like the human rights campaign, you know, they're they're when they send out their, um, what would you call it, Ely? Like a memo? Emails? Oh, they send like weekly newsletters and text messages. Sorry, I'm yeah. scratching my head. It's okay. And the whole thing is like, the fight's not over. It's like, yeah, we have to remind, again, what Nick said is ba- basically the majority. They have to remind them like, oh, hey, like, you know, you're not the only one. There's more to do. Um, right. And especially because of like all the transphobic sports and athletic bills that are happening being proposed right now in several different states it's like really the fight is not over y'all yeah yeah and it becomes it takes on a particular sinister form of irony when because i i will there there are there is a segment of white gays that you know they indulge in like the wokeness and they like to acknowledge like oh like it was a trans it was a black trans woman who threw the first brick at stonewall but then they don't actually do anything about it you know like acknowledgement is one thing um just like how it's one thing to say black lives matter it's another thing to actually go out there and do something about it or donate to something or do something it's just like you can't the buck doesn't stop with you saying oh yeah marsha p johnson like she started this whole thing that doesn't mean anything i mean it means something that you're giving like a word to it you're not lying about history but that's frustrating like dan shirtless at pride and like it's like, oh, woohoo, like, let's all celebrate. But there's still so much that still needs to be done. Yeah. And I know you touched on this uh, later down in the outline, but you were right when you say that the pride has become so much of a party that it drowns out any meaningful conversation or action that has to do with literally anything else. Like, pride has become a party and it's become a party. I mean, let's be honest me, maybe I'm being a little hyperbolic, but it's become a party for everyone at this point, including allies. So now you have straight people, particular in particular straight women that are coming in being like, what pride? It's like, pride okay. isn't for you. Wait. So yesterday, um, Trixie Mattel and Katya were at, this is it because Trixie owns the bar now. And so they did like a kickoff to pride late. They did like a meet and greet. And literally I kid you not like 80% of the photos were like not visibly queer, like straight white girls that were like very young. And I like, know just like from the internet that that's a majority of their audience. But the fact that these people like bought tickets and like took up space at this event to meet two celebrities I was just kind of like blown away and like obviously people can like not quote-unquote look queer but I just like already know that that's like that's who their fan base is and so it was just like a little jarring to see like a majority of it was just like white 13 year olds yeah and it's a slippery slope because it you know there's there's an obvious um disparity between saying that like pride is welcoming and then saying that like pride is not a space for straight white women but what I mean when I say that is there's a difference between like performing allyship and sort of like attending pride events as a 
I don't know what to call it. I don't want to say bystander. There's just a difference between that and then using pride as an excuse to party, which is already an issue within the community itself. And that's what I find frustrating. Yeah. And going back to your point about pride losing some of its meaning lately, like I, Ilya, you don't know, but I am a middle-aged woman because I watch the Today Show every morning. And uh, this morning, every of, morning, every morning, <laughs> every morning. my I dad them. watches that. <laughs> yes, I, I can't get enough. It is my morning ritual. And of course, today they were kicking off Pride Month and they had a whole segment on um, like pride parades and like this year and last year. And they were talking about cities like San Francisco, who are completely forgoing pride entirely this year. And it just made me think like, well, like if a city like San Francisco with such a large LGBTQ population decides, huh, we don't need to do anything for Pride this year. Like what, like why, what's their reason for doing it every other year? Like, is it just because they can't go out and like in big groups and like have a parade and party? Like, I don't know. Like I know New York's doing something virtually, which I'm sure attendance won't be as good as it would be in person, but I just don't, I feel like there are still things that could be done in like smaller settings or even virtually to try and instill some meaning in Pride, especially in a city like San Francisco. Versus being like, okay, we're not doing anything for Pride this year. You know, like there's nothing that we need to discuss or work on or, or fight for. Right. And I feel like that's a slippery slope, like leading. It's like the gateway to like the weird capitalist thing where all these brands change their profile pictures to the yeah. rainbow logo and then like immediately change it back and then like don't do Ooh, anything else don't all get me started. month long. It's just like when, when like, activists or allies or even people part of the community like make it seem like a party on the streets and like that's like the only thing then I feel like that's the gateway to organizations being like yes it's a party and then doing that stuff and then they just make everything worse because fuck capitalism eat the rich all that good stuff well you actually said something like an exact line that Nick put on the outline about the logos changing color yeah (laughs) see I like Woke up this morning, went on Facebook and scrolled and saw at least four different companies. Yes. Like the New York Mets and like Shake Shack. It was all like <laughs> rainbow. Like, yes, the gays. So bad. I'm like, that's all we're Like, what do. have you done? Exactly. <laughs> they want to sell you stuff. That's what they do. Like, of course. Like, literally. But it's just like. It, it's about selling things. Like, I can't think of, I, I can name like 40 brands right now that want to sell me pride shit. I can't name a single brand that is actually doing something or out there lobbying or encouraging protesting for trans rights or something like that. Like I can't think of a single brand, but I can think of a bunch of brands that want to sell me shit. Granted, I'm not a saint. You know, I was at the Brewers game with Ely and I said, where the pride shit at? I want to buy something with the rainbow (laughs) on it. But maybe that's because I was in a super heteronormative space and I wanted to- Well, also, if they are going to be selling merch that has like the military camo and like all other kinds of stuff that aligns with specific identities, like you should be able to be represented as well, even if it's a little flashy and a little like- True. Just a rainbow logo. Yeah, but that's what I was saying. It's like, why isn't- That store is- huge well i mean it's not it's huge for a stadium's perspective like it's a huge store with a bunch of brewer shit in it there's probably like 80 t-shirts 100 different hats like and we can't have one rainbow hat that's there all year round one shirt that's there all year round we can't have one i have to be there a specific month that's what i think is bullshit all you get is the rainbow fanny pack that they give away on june 14th same same goes for every store and they charge you yeah 
they charge you for the exactly. ticket. And but what I just said goes for every store, every brand. Like you guys, y'all can't have one, even just one pride item all year round. I can get like I, I don't I don't fucking know. I just, and if you are gonna have one, make it quality. Don't be like Target right. or these other companies that are having these whack ass <laughs> lines that no queer person like was in the room to approve because it's like y'all were talking about the black history collection at target um it's just like who who thought this was a good idea and like who, do you think it's actually going to be selling right. like i don't know anyone who would be like oh my god yes i need to buy this ugly ass shirt from target that like one person thought about and said <laughs> yes let's do this my favorite was the lesbian flag t-shirt that says hey ladies <laughs> Or the, or the little pendant flag that says ally on it <laughs> god damn um but i actually i have a theory about targets in particular because notice how well this is actually this could be a deeper conversation but last year when we couldn't like last year pride didn't seem like it was really a thing because we were all stuck inside which goes to show you how much of uh, like how much party culture is a part of pride yeah and therefore i don't think there was a lot of pride merch last year either and i have a theory that maybe target didn't think that we're gonna have much of a pride this year either and then like early may when the cdc was like oh yeah like we're it's gonna be kind of a normal summer some uh, target was like oh shit we gotta design a bunch of ugly (laughs) shit put it out there (laughs) for people to wear yeah it was it was very rushed like zero out of 10 please don't go buy that stuff don't support that because it's just sad and it's, it's like kind of offensive at that point like you honestly don't really care you're just trying to make some some coins off of us us gays well and they think we want like the most obvious shit like as a gay person i don't really need to like wear a giant thing on my shirt that says hey guys or, or the rainbow um what's the thing it's like denim and it goes over your the overalls. Yes. Overalls. Yes. Yeah. God damn. I actually want to say, I, I think the MVP, at least the one I've seen so far, believe it or not, Abercrombie's pride collection is pretty it. I actually, I have it pulled up right now. Hold on. Really? Let me screen share. Yeah. I feel like um, Abercrombie just off topic has, has turned their brand around these last couple maybe. of years. Okay. Can you guys see? I'm interested. Look at this cute little, this t-shirt. It has a sequined heart symbol. Are they donating any of the I don't know that quite yet, but I do know that. With the Trevor Project, maybe it's some proceeds of the Trevor Project. I do know that every single item is, uh, it's, (gasps) yeah, look, there's black people, but every single item is, um, it's not gender exclusive. Oh. So look, they got like cool tie-dye rainbow things, like these pride slides. Wow. You know, I, I actually, I really like Abercrombie's okay. pride collection. Okay, yeah. I do like that. And it's not exactly. like gaudy. Yeah. Like, just like, it's not about- They're featuring <laughs> um, non-binary models and trans models. I'm here for it. So- got Instagram handles and pronouns, wow. Yeah, wow. so Abercrombie shocked, Incredible. shocked by Abercrombie showing up. but. Cute good for them yeah the polo's cute just a simple rainbow on the collar simple rainbow you know a gay person would actually wear that (laughs) so shocking i know very yeah cough cough (laughs) i might actually buy something after this episode (laughs) these socks are cute oh anyway um (laughs) 
anyway uh but yeah rainbow capitalism is just exhausting and, and to those people who are like would you rather them say nothing it's like no that's not the point it's not that i would rather them say nothing it's that i would rather them act like they give somewhat of a shit all year round as opposed to one month yep right Ugh. anyway <laughs> nick what would you like to talk about next honey sorry now i'm looking at targets um oh it's, it's bad yeah it's uh <laughs> Oh God! Clownish, yeah, very clown. It's not us Mickey very Mouse clown. as a rainbow. Oh my God! No. Yeah, no. Also, like, why Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Since when is he a gay icon? Like, what? I, mean, I guess the Disney gays will buy up any Disney merch, so maybe that's who it was for. But the Disney gays. Oh, we got SpongeBob too. <laughs> the Golden Girls. I need to stop. Oh God. It makes me laugh every time. It's just like, who was sitting at the computer? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up with all of that. <laughs> a white woman, probably. Um, <laughs> a white Trixie Mattel fan. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Those girls are a little bit internet toxic. I'm not going to lie. I am just, one of those girls. Just, oh, <laughs> I was going to say, straight women, because that's Drag Race's biggest audience. It's straight women. Exactly. Um, yeah. They're, yeah. So. Yeah, it's not it's not the best. The toxicity. We suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. But also I'm a black woman, so like I'm really honestly the blueprint. Let's be real. <laughs> the hair flow is not wrong. Me personally, someone born in nineteen ninety seven is the blueprint for all cultures. Yes. Here for Where's <laughs> are you wearing a Marquette sweatshirt or a Brewer sweatshirt today? um excuse me this is my senior uh high school wait no 2019 senior oh yeah so what is this marquette that's what i said marquette was it says nothing nothing on the back back. okay (laughs) this is from this is from marquette grace i think yeah that's what i said the first i said marquette it's a marquette sweatshirt or brewer sweatshirt i know and i was trying to show you it is a marquette uh it's actually a long sleeve t-shirt oh thank you very blueprinty. Very blueprint. It's from our keg race that was not hosted by Marquette University, rather was student run. <laughs> Gotta love going to, oh. to Catholic schools where a lot of things can't be officially sponsored by the university. Yeah, even though all of the Catholic priests on campus are alcoholics. <laughs> Seriously, I went to this. This is off topic. I went to this Jesuit's house for like a talk. The entire kitchen was just lined with empty bourbon bottles. Like, oh my God. they get down. Literally, my dad always tells the story that the old president of Marquette was a Jesuit priest, and he literally showed up, quote, shit-faced to, like, an event. I don't know. I'm not surprised. Yeah. And they always joke about how they built him, like, this giant apartment that was, like, crazy decked out, and then he ended up, like, having to resign or something because he's crazy. Marquette, please don't disown me as an alumni. <laughs> maybe they should. Uh, maybe they should. I don't fit the mold. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> Nick, would you like to talk about something? Um, yes. So uh, just like going back to pride being like such an emphasis on the partying um like I was just thinking earlier today that like just some of the articles that that Zach posted in the outline I was reading through them and like 
pride aside, in the, the LGBTQ community, there's so such rampant, you know, mental health issues and a lot of substance abuse. And those things just get intensified at a lot of these like party centric pride events. And it's just, it's, it's kind of a toxic environment. Like if you're someone who struggled with substance abuse, like it's excluding exclusion, exclusionary proper anyway, for you, because, you know, you don't want to be in a space like that. Or, you know, a lot of the times it's, again, the cis white gays who are at pride of like, they're super muscular shirts off, you know, like headbands, the whole nine. And like, as someone who is not quite looking like that, you know, I don't really want to be in a space surrounded with people that are like that just because it's, I don't know, it just, it's not super inviting. And like, I just don't want to have to mentally deal with that while I'm supposed to be at an event that's celebrating, you know, all of my people, you know, it's just, it's, it's not for me. I went to one pride parade in Boston. So this must've been 2018. Um, the gay scene in Boston is quite tame, I will say. So it was honestly a very corporate, very corporate pride parade. Um, but, you know, I went and I probably won't, I don't, I don't feel a need to go to another pride parade or something like that. It's because it was just about showing off and dancing and, and this wasn't really my scene. Yeah, that's, I mean, the heart of the issue is that for whatever reason down the line, like the celebration of pride became basically all aesthetic focused. Yeah. Like I literally knew friends in college that were like saying that they had to eat less in the weeks leading up to pride so that they could wear like a crop top or something or no shirt at all and shit like that because pride has become honestly like a breeding ground. And this is where it, this is, it gets a little dark. Um, because one thing that really bothers me about pride events is that they're very exclusionary to uh, underage LGBT folk, which I don't think is cool. Because if anything, I think you need pride the most when you're younger, because you need a place to feel like you belong. Some uh, kids, their family doesn't accept them, or they don't have a family, you know, and they should be able to go to these places and feel safe and like they can participate. But a lot of times they can't. And if they can, it's like these piss ass like youth events where they have to get X's drawn on their hands. It's like, that's not what pride should be about. And also this is what I mean, where like where it gets darker, like you shouldn't, like you should not be a young like teenager going to pride and being fearful about like getting hit on or worse because of how hookup centric pride is they shouldn't have to feel that way. And the fact that that's a part of it is really appalling to me. Um, and, you know, and some might argue, oh, that's why they put X's on the back of their hands. But I'm saying like, that shouldn't be, it just sucks that it's gotten to that point to begin with that we have to literally mark young people so that they don't get like preyed upon yeah, sexually or applied with alcohol or drugs. True. Yeah. It's, it's really just become more of a social thing. Like you go there, you're, you're seen, um, you can see who else is there kind of like on the prowl and um, just it's un- uncomfortable and yeah like the younger kids should have a place to, to go and um, especially if they like this is the one time a year where you can be on display with your community feel safe feel included and it's just not the case for so many people and it's upsetting yes it's also not it's frequently not accessible towards people with disabilities, with certain disabilities. Um, 
and it could be a lot of things like on a very base level, a lot of pride events just don't have wheelchair access with all the partying that goes on at pride. There's lots of sensory overloads that people on the spectrum might not be able to deal with, or, um, people who experience seizures might not be able to go because of all the strobe lights and whatnot. So pride is like very notoriously not accessible in many ways um, because it is so focused on the gay men. Yeah. Let's not even like talk about the, <laughs> the bi trans questioning asexual erasure that goes on at pride. Oh, it is. It's very, it's become it, such a binary. Yeah. And that's the other thing too like for a while it wasn't during pride but like protecting black trans women was like a really popular hashtag and of course it was just a hashtag but like i didn't really well i guess last year pride wasn't a huge thing it's been a problem before then but like it's just the focus is so not on black trans women or ace people or non-binary people it's just it's very focused on us us gays uh, which just further makes it, you know, not a very inclusive space. Yeah, and gays are not exempt from being racist. So there not have been Black trans women who have been verbally and physically attacked at Pride events by cis white gay men. So, yeah. and most likely under the influence of drugs and alcohol, because as Nick said, like that's an issue because Pride is just a party there's basically no, I mean, let's be honest, the the gay community in particular has been, like drugs have been an issue for a, a long time. Um, and it also has its roots in the AIDS epidemic because drugs were an easy way of coping with or killing the pain that was associated with that horrible disease. Um, but I just feel like there's been no, effort to work on that <laughs> and and let's be real like whoever's putting on these pride events too i feel like there's a responsibility there and very frequently it's just it's just not practiced yeah like like i don't understand why pride organizers aren't um making a bigger effort to emphasize a drug-free space and no, I'm not trying to be a funny guy that's like, oh, drugs bad. Like, I don't personally partake in drugs, but like, and, and, and weed isn't an issue, but like, there's like hard drugs being brought into pride, like acid and shit. Yeah. And like I said, when there's minors present, it just, I just don't think that's okay. It just, again, it just goes back to it being a huge party, you know, and at, at parties, it's hard to, for the most part, you know, control for substances and, and alcohol so if, if that's the focus of the of the pride event then it's it's kind of inevitable which is very unfortunate um and just a comment i wanted to make that i earlier uh when you were talking about um a lot of you know black trans women being attacked by cis white men gay men um let's not ignore the fact that a lot of cis white gay men love to pretend like they have a black woman inside of them and you know they're go off cis like this all this a lot of gay slang comes from the black community specifically black women and they can you know embody all these these different stereotypes of black women as a as a white gay man cis white gay man 
but they can't protect their their trans trans black women sisters or just any other black women in the in the LGBTQ family. Ely, do you have any <laughs> thoughts? Do you have any thoughts? I mean, yeah, that's pretty much what I meant by like. I mean, not me specifically. That was part was a joke, but how like black women are literally the blueprint because I'm learning about how much of just like any type of niche culture in America comes from black women. Like lots of internet trends come from just like black people. Like the whole thing where the kids go like, hey, <laughs> I'm yeah. comes from black people. Wait, the listeners can't see what you're doing. Oh, where they like do that thing where they like point to their arms. Like going through their veins. Yeah, that was like a thing that a basketball player did. Yeah. Like a long time ago. Yeah. And just like pretty much every TikTok dance was made by black people, but nobody ever knows that. Like, yes, a lot of gay slang is used by black people. And then like gay people will be like, oh, you're using gay slang. It's like, oh, honey, no, sit down. (laughs) Read the textbooks. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing, though. There aren't textbooks on this. Right. And I actually recently saw a really good Instagram post about the word sis, like S-I-S, like sister, and how like, it's just other people should not be using sis. But that's another thing we can talk about. I should check myself on that. Um, Speaking of sis, maybe not as much as like the next guy, but I feel like I've definitely said it. No, I guess I got to leave. (laughs) <laughs> yeah kick no. Zach out bye no wait, wait wait I actually was just about to say something wait about how you. do I do that oh. can I can I kick someone out oh remove Ely Ely <laughs> don't you dare okay um anyway speaking of textbooks I don't know if I've ever told you this Ely but I took a American history course in college and we had this giant ass giant like 1800 pages of American history and the section on the AIDS epidemic in America was two paragraphs long two paragraphs long no surprise two I will never forget that out of an 1800 page book and and before people come for me they managed to devote like 12 pages to the moon landing we love oh, to critique the moon, the moon landing on this uh, this podcast. Right. Um, yeah, American history, I think we all know by now. It was just like absolutely fucked. Like in college, <laughs> I took like a regular, for my history requirement, I just took a regular American history course and we literally had a debate in class about if Abraham Lincoln was racist. <laughs> oh no. After we had to read an excerpt from him that was like... Um, basically extremely degrading to black people (laughs) calling them less than animals all types of things and then being Mm like is he racist let's debate oh my god i saw a tiktok the other day that was like when you're black at a pwi this is what like like this is what shit you have to go through i have to find it so like Zach can is it from that girl that goes being black at a pwi yes i think yes okay i'm glad you've seen it it was also spot on it was like when you're reading um to kill a mockingbird or like huckleberry finn in class and it's like all right we're coming up on the inverse but you know we've got to keep it in the historical context so we're gonna go ahead and say it no i distinctly remember the n-word and you're like 10th grade we were reading (laughs) 
um, but really Huck Finn. And there, it was the first time that the N-word had appeared in the book. And guess who was the only Black kid in the class and we were doing popcorn reading. And guess <laughs> who was chosen to read that part of the, of the book with the, you know, the, the context that we're going to, you know, read this book for what it was in the time it was published. And I can say that <laughs> I, I was, I'm like, we're, we're skipping over this. Like, we're, we're not, I'm not reading this. Like, someone else can read and they can not say the N-word because that's how it should be. Like, don't put right. me on the spot as the, the token Black boy in the room right now. Oh, oh my uh, God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, you know, I went to a great school. Great school. That's awful. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, I hate it here. That was off topic, but very relevant to the, the conversation. Very relevant. Um. Well, we could get back on topic because I yes. think there's a big part of this that we haven't quite touched on yet um, okay, that I think is going to, if there are gay men in particular that are listening to this, I can imagine that a few of them might have an issue, but I don't really give a shit. Hear us out. There is a problem at Pride and at the gay community in large with this like hyper, hyper, hyper focus on hookups sex like very surface level shallow aesthetic beauty fuckability which is it is insanely exhausting to me and i'm i'm like really over it yes yes and i'm i'm glad that i found nick here hopefully we can be together for a while so i don't have to go back out and deal with that shit i know he doesn't want to either i'm kidding I kid, I kid, I kid. We we talk about this quite often, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember Sorry, when honey. we had plans for you to come over here tomorrow? Maybe we should. Uh, no. Reconsider. Fight! 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Just kidding. Please come. There. I haven't seen you in two weeks. Please come. Oh, I will. Eleven o'clock. I will be there. Um. That's right. He's coming in the morning. Oh, anyway, I literally continue. thought you meant 11 o'clock at night. I was like, wow, y'all really like oh, that, no. huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, no. It'll be, it'll be a whole day. But yes, well, I guess if we can start just based on it, you know, being pride focused. Again, the pride that I went to, speaking from my experience, was very, I'd say, wasn't quite the norm, I guess, for a lot of prides because like, it was super corporate and it, there was just a lot of like, allies there were a lot of allies there not too many people in the community i also showed up late maybe all the gays that left at that point which is a possibility but um no the gays are always late so they yeah, just must not have true. been there <laughs> no that is true um i guess i went to it with no i went to it with my gay friend and an ally anyway um friend singular yes he, sorry <laughs> he, is, he is my one gay friend who hasn't spoken to me in months but we're not going to talk about that um <laughs> Yeah, like I, <laughs> no shade, some shade. Um, but yeah, so I, of course, didn't really experience that at Pride, but like seeing on social media, especially Instagram, it's just like, you see, it's everyone's there just like looking around. Like I said earlier, it's like people are on the prowl trying to like find a hot piece of ass or something and like hook up. And like, I don't know, it's just, it's, predatory in a sense like you said with a lot of the, the younger gays not feel like not feeling super comfortable being there because people are on the prowl like hook up with somebody 
And it's just, like you said, just a wider part of the community that's so, so, so focused on hooking up um, on a one-off basis and not, you know, being a little afraid to do anything a little, little more serious or, or deeper level than that. Yes, it is. So it's toxic, obviously. Um, hold on, let me let me comb through this little outline here. I feel like I said a good thing in here. Let me look. Let me take another look. Oh, let me quote myself. <laughs> okay. Well, I did want to make clear. Um, and I'm actually this isn't necessarily an original thought because I did see a really good. Uh, TikTok the other day that was um, critiquing pride, but they emphasized um, that kink in and of itself, like the idea of kink is not negative. It has been a part of the gay community for decades. Um, well, not just the, the gay community. I know, you know, there are some femmes that like to engage in it, but mainly the gay community. Um, kink is not negative and I don't want to critique kink but when kink bleeds into the sort of predatory space that Nick was talking about and Ely's laughing and I don't know why because he said the word kink like five times <laughs> in a row and I was like in my head like he says kink again <laughs> he said kink <laughs> okay um, you just kept saying and it's every time you said it you know like when you say a word a bunch and it just sounds like it doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm sorry talk about kink that's your paying attention now i don't want to say it um the k thing you know that thing um <laughs> so it's fine for that to have like a presence at pride i think as long as it's i don't know tasteful so to speak but yeah when we get into that predatory space of whether it's like grown-ass adults predating on teenagers or just grown-ass grown-ass adults predating on younger grown-ass adults or just other grown-ass adults now that's going to start losing meaning if I say grown-ass adults again um (laughs) (laughs) it's just I don't know I just don't think we need to have fuck booths at pride which are a thing. There are fuck booths at Pride. Is that fuck sanitary? Tents. Oh, no. absolutely not. I no, can't but, even imagine that being sanitary. Yeah. I, I, but it's I'm a thing. Sorry. I don't. I, I like to do that stuff in a clean space. Is that Milwaukee yeah. Pride? Is that is that where you saw these fuck booths? In Milwaukee? No, no, not Milwaukee. Oh, but they I was going to say, I think no. Milwaukee would never to no, make kids go to Milwaukee. No, they, but they exist. Like it, like San Francisco, LA, like the bigger yeah. prize, they exist. Like, you know, these tents where basically public sex can happen and you can wander in and like watch it. Like, again, I don't want to be in no way, shape or form. Am I being sex negative? I'm just saying that I don't think at a public event like pride where it's supposed to be all are welcome i don't think we need to be like having orgies in a tent somewhere right next to like the pepsi pride tent or something (laughs) it's just like it's just and this is this is what i mean by the (laughs) illy's losing it (laughs) pepsi's gonna come for your ass and be like what did you just say they're gonna send you a cease and desist. Did you cease and desist? 
<laughs> anyway, but I'm just I'm basically saying that like sex is such a big part of the gay community that like that's why it's a thing. And I just don't think like you you could be sex positive and just go do that on your own time in a private space. I don't understand why that has to be a part of pride. And it's just exacerbating this predation that occurs. I mean, we can talk about this. I'm fine with talking about this at like a larger scale outside of pride. I personally think that hookup culture is an issue and it becomes an issue when you're not self-aware about it. As we said, I believe we said this in our very first episode, the world needs a little bit more self-awareness. And like, for instance, one thing that grinds my fucking gears, and this happens in media, I've had this in friends, acquaintances, you know, guys I've been on first dates with, like, I'm sick to death of gay men being all lovelorn and being like, oh, I can't find something real. Like, oh, like no one wants something serious, but it's like, you're on that grinder app every day, like every other hour, constantly engaging in hookups. And I'm sorry, like this might be the most controversial thing I say in this episode, hopefully, but it's like, shut the fuck up. I'm just, I'm over it because it's- Oh my God. It's it's self-defeating. Like I'm, I- you cannot, I don't think you have the right to complain about your love life when you are perpetuating this hookup culture that is so rampant in the gay community that men have killed themselves over it. Yeah, I like the, the pressure is a lot. Like, I feel like, especially for like a gay in college, we're like, you know, you're in college. Like, but I feel like there's so much pressure to be like, oh, well, you should go be hooking up with like a different guy every, not every night, but you know, like on the apps, like making your rounds, like and I think it's usually framed in the the sense of like you're exploring your sexuality you know by hooking up and like going on these apps but like it isn't always necessary like you can explore your your queerness and your sexuality outside of you know being on these hookup apps and, and meeting up with all these 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 different guys and I don't know I felt that pressure a lot and I was never on Grindr because Grindr is a scary place to me um but I didn't hook up with anybody well I guess even called hooking up until two years ago and it wasn't really hooking up and then and then it was two years and then I met Zach so it's it's I think that's definitely not the norm in in the gay community this is why it's so hard to talk about because it's not a bad thing if you slept with 200 people it really isn't like I don't care about that if you're not hurting anyone being safe yeah go off yeah but the problem occurs, and, and let me like let me target Grinder specifically. The people who created Grinder and uphold Grinder. Grinder is very toxic for multiple reasons. And yes, part of it is the people that use it and in, and perpetuate at least the toxicity of just like meaningless relationships or lack thereof. But Grinder, in a lot of ways, is responsible for the ongoing hate and exclusions that take place in the gay community. And I'm going to say gay from here on out because it's it's an app for gay men. Um, but, you know, Grinder they let you purposely exclude things like uh, traits about people that you're not interested in. Like Grindr lets you be racist. They let you be fat phobic. They let you be femme phobic. They let you be like whatever you want to be they let you be it you can literally put in like i prefer white guys who are muscular and that's the first thing you do when you set up this app is you set up your profile and you say what you're interested in 
Yeah. Isn't what does it say? Like your tribe or something? Is that what you're talking about? Not even just that. I actually think that's like the most harmless, you know, like the whole, like, are you a twink or a bear or not? I I wouldn't know what it is. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, that's, that's an interesting conversation to have because in your, those, those quote unquote tribes are predicated on physical appearance, which at the end of the day really doesn't mean anything, especially since it's not tied to race. Um, I mean, I'm not an expert there. There, there could be some tribes or subsects of tribes that are, but in this, in this context, gay tribes are predicated on body type, hair type, you know, musculature or whatnot. Like that's what they're about. So I could see there being some value, I guess, in, in belonging to that community. Like, you know, there are a lot of bear groups, for instance, that congregate simply based on their bareness, you know, like that can actually be really unifying to have, to be in a space that's not fat phobic with with other fat people or big people yeah. you know so i don't want to tear that down but i'm thinking specifically when it comes to grinder and you you being able to literally check a box that says white men and not leave not check any other box and you can literally check a box for like penis length preference and all that shit and up update to up uh upgrade to grinder pro for extra features and more exclusions and that i to be frank i just fucking hate and that's why i haven't used grinder in like years i think it's been five years since i've touched it because i just got so tired of seeing that not to mention every other picture on there is just a headless torso oh yes we love the headless torsos and i know that a lot of that is because a lot of guys on there are DL or they claim to be DL, which stands for down low for those who don't know, AKA closeted. Um, yeah, I really do think that Grinder just perpetuates a lot of the toxicity in our community as it's tied to sex, because as I think we've been talking about for like 20 minutes now, it's not so much that the sex in and of itself is, is a problem. It's just the hyperbolic nature of it when it comes to hookup culture. It's tough to talk about without coming across as sex negative but we can't all act like it's just like peaches and cream because it's not like i i haven't met a single gay man that hasn't had a negative experience in that space let alone a few yeah and i think like what you said about it's hard to talk about it without coming across as sex negative but like of course, I'm not shaming anybody for, for doing it, but the fact that it is such a ramp, like, and like a lot of people who go through it, like fully acknowledge and understand how toxic and, and unhealthy it is. But I feel like, because it's like, I don't know, people feel like this is what they have to be doing. Like I said, people feel pressured into going on these apps and um, not being selective, but at least going on these apps and, and looking for hookups because there's no other way for them to kind of explore this this world um and I'm, I'm curious you know before the days of grinder i guess that was back when cruising was more of a thing which is i guess quite different from grinder but um it's I, I feel like it's just always been a part of gay culture you know technology or not like it's just hooking up has been such a a focus on you know being gay the thing with not even just the gays, like with uh, queer people, um, is that it's not something you can decipher just by looking at a person. 
A lot of people think they can, even myself. You know, there's all the jokes about like, I got gaydar. We love to joke about it, but at the end of the day, like you can't decipher that just by looking at someone. So in the history of queerdom, there's always been that facet of like cruising and 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 all these little methods that were used, especially pre-internet to like basically just meet a queer person or meet a gay person, like not even just to have sex with, although it often led to that um, because of the repression of those sexual urges. Uh, but yeah, so I know it's, it, it has a long history and it's developed into something I think we could consider toxic, especially in the realm of the apps. Grinder's not the only one, but it's the one. Um, it's the Coca-Cola of gay hookup apps, I guess you could say. Oh, I hated that. Look, first yeah. Pepsi, now Coke. They're gonna come after you. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast getting canceled left and right. right. <laughs> Stop no, saying you, brand names. <laughs> no, you know what I would you know what I'd say? I'd be like, hey, why don't you two Hash it out. You two meaning Coke and Pepsi. Why don't you hash it out for the rights to advertise on this podcast? Oh. If you want to be so pride friendly, Pepsi pride tent. Maybe you could afford a tent that's farther away from the fuck tent at pride. Call them out. <laughs> anyway, um, I think we've milked like the, the topic of hookup culture to death, but um, I'm fully aware that it is difficult to talk about without coming across as some form of exclusionary in and of itself. But I hope that some listeners are picking up what we're putting down, so to speak. Yes. Okay, wait, why did I literally just get a phone call from the human rights campaign? <laughs> are you for real? <laughs> They're calling you at 845 at night? Right. And it's Wait, someone it from a- Wisconsin. They, Ooh. you know how your phone will like transcribe voicemails. Oh, yeah. Cause it like people never leave me voicemails. So I saw that and I was like, who the hell? Wait, it listen says, to it. Is it a person Ileana. or a robot? It's uh, hold on. Should I play it? Yeah, I'm curious if it's a person or a robot. Okay, hold on. Let me start it over. Um, hello. Oh, it is. That's a recording. It's a recording. That's yeah. A recording. Okay. Happy um, in my defense, no, no, no. In the transcription, it says this is David. So I was like, someone named David called me. <laughs> David. So Alfonso, our guy. I actually did go. So <clears throat> back in my day, my first job out of college, I worked for Oracle Corporation. <gasps> oh. Lost to unpack there. But. Fancy. Mm, <laughs> we can have a. Well, I've heard the stories. You already had a work a work <laughs> culture episode, so I won't I won't regress. But um, honestly, we could have a part two. Part, part do? I don't speak French. Um, but so my second year working there. No, I didn't work there for two years. Halfway through my time working there, they were like a platinum sponsor of the New England Human Rights Campaign Gala. So I was able to go for free, which is pretty cool. Um, why did I bring this story up? Because Alfonso just called me. Yeah, but I feel like I had a point about to talk about the gala. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zach knows my memories. Oh, it's it last like two seconds. I'm like <laughs> I have a memory of like a squirrel. So, um, we're just gonna edit that out. <laughs> we're so proud that you got to go to the human rights gala. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. It was black tie. I got these really cute, like velvet, like not slippers, but like 
loafers i guess Ooh, Ooh. i love that actually i think one of the pictures was on my tinder profile zach it was um oh. me squatting in a tux going like this yes yes that was from i was from I remember that one before the gallery. your hairline was i got a fresh in that picture my dominican barber whose name was milk it was amazing <laughs> um <laughs> he was the best it was milk m-i-l-q anyway um yeah again i forgot why i brought that up <laughs> you just wanted to sound all fancy going yeah. to your yeah. Yeah. Said, well i have been night, to the gala <laughs> I don't know what the money went towards um and their guest speaker that night was i don't know if I, I should know her name i feel bad i don't know her the actress's real name but she was in some movie and then she was in uh she was marta in arrested development if y'all watched that she was um michael's love interest Marta, wait, Patricia Velasquez? Yes. What movie was she in? She was in Who a famous fuck movie. Is she? Like a, a big movie. The Mummy. She was in The Mummy. Doing what? I don't know. That, that was that was what they, they said at the gala. But um, uh-huh. <laughs> she was their, their keynote speaker of the night. I didn't even know that she was queer. Um, oh, okay. Word. Um. Yeah, so Oracle was a platinum sponsor. So they were like a top tier sponsor for that um, gala, but we're barely supporting the LGBTQ ERG employee resource gr- resource group that we had internally. So this was kind of like, oh well, you know what? We'll throw all this money at this gala, and you all can get free tickets, and like, hopefully that will suffice. So, you know, again with the corporations Sounds doing it, just familiar. To, uh, doesn't it, Ely? Uh oh. <laughs> I feel a story coming on. I don't. I. I Wisconsin's <laughs> largest performing arts theater puts on a gala of its own and loves to pump money into that in order to mask well, the real issues. Oh, I was saying, isn't the point of a gala is to raise money? You would but... think. <laughs> Did they lose money? I sure hope they did. (laughs) They didn't get to do their cute little renovation. I know that. Thanks, COVID. (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't be thinking a horrible disease. But uh, Nick did it the other day in an audio note. So, oh my God. (laughs) Fight, fight, fight. It was an accident. What was the context? I don't even remember. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. I don't remember, but you were like, you were, you made some joke about COVID. You're like, I should joke about that. Is that well, insensitive? I was <laughs> drinking, so <laughs> you know, the liquor was flowing. Anyway, That's right. anyway, do we have anything else to discuss <laughs> regarding this topic? Um, I think at the end of the day, you know, this Pride is looking a little bit different than last year's. If you are going out to Pride, if you are a queer person going to Pride, please be safe. If you are a young queer person going to Pride, please be extra safe. If you are a straight person going to Pride, watch yourself. Stand in the back. Let the gays go to the front. Yeah, if you're a straight person going to Pride, honestly, just don't. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. If you're a straight person- <laughs> They don't person, need you there. <laughs> if you are a straight person going to Pride without a queer in your group yeah examine your choice examine your choice yes they really don't need you there they don't especially when we're still technically in a pandemic like examine your choice please yeah go get your vaccine honestly yes and don't just go so you can post on instagram with like all the different colored hearts and be like like 
I love being an ally or some shit like that because we don't love, we don't we don't need that. I love the rainbow flag. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, and if you're going to a pride event, there will most likely be a drag queen present. Tip the drag queens. Oh my god! Support your local queens. Bring Rue cash. girls are not the only ones that yeah. exist. Yeah. Apologies for the drag queen erasure in this conversation. They slap for the most part, but make sure you tip them. <laughs> like Ely said, the Rue girls are fine for the most part, unless they went home in the first half of their season, then feel Ooh. free to tip them. Okay. What? <laughs> tip all queens. James, Man- <laughs> James Mansfield is cringing right now. That's what I just said. I said, I said Rue girls are fine unless they went home the first half of their season. Then in that case, you might want to tip them. Oh, I thought you were saying like they were fine. Unless no. they went home the first half of the season. I was like, ouch. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. Anyway, damn, this Abercrombie stuff really is cute. What does this say? Bright future. Oh See, that's okay. cute. Are we it's back everyone. on the merch? Wait, 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 wait. What are we talking about next week? I don't think we know yet. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It'll be a surprise. People, tune in next week, episode 14. It's going to be lit. Lit. <laughs> I feel like Zach should talk about his trips to Trader Joe's in the middle of the day and his run-ins with the, sub- the suburban folk. And okay. how much he loves Last it. time he did that, he talked for seven minutes straight. I so. did. Oh, Nick, in, I think it was the second episode. I legit, so that's our longest episode to begin with, like by far. And I cut out like an eight minute story where I was talking about going to Trader Joe's that day. <laughs> it was funny because the whole day he was like, oh my God, I have the funniest Trader Joe's story. And then he told it. And it was wasn't that like, funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, you were talking about all this stuff that I had no idea what you were talking about. So you were like, you couldn't have texted me that. <laughs> Well, clearly happy not pride it month. Was an eight minute story <laughs> yes happy pride month tune in next week thank you for tuning in this week and thank you uh boyfriend for participating um, boyfriend has, has a name, a name. oh yeah, my god he yes. doesn't only live to serve as your boyfriend his name is nick yes but sasha's dad hey that's me um yeah thank you for having me letting me talk about you know my gayness and my my gay relationship with with uh with you i suppose and how we don't touch each other but you know that's, mm-hmm. that's how we that's how we live our lives people need to respect that i'm still rolling my eyes from the comments that transpired 30 seconds ago oh my god <laughs> literally did not call me by you, my name and you asked my us to be here you Lord knew you were Savior, bringing two black folk lil nas x sings call me when you want <laughs> Call me when you need. Call me in. Oh, wait. Okay, Written wait. By... Can we actually record a legit outro so I can stop recording? Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> um, anyway, I hope everyone has a good night. I almost said wonderful night, but that wouldn't have fit. That, that wouldn't, wouldn't align. Have, be on yeah, that wouldn't fit our brand. Not the script. But thank you again, Nick, for participating in this week's episode. Glad to finally have you. I was about to say, I, I am honored, but also hate to you know, be the first male guest on the podcast. <gasps> oh, I forgot. Right. Oh my God. No guests, okay. Well, okay. Get him out of wait, here. wait, 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 wait. No. Hashtag <laughs> remove. I'm going to say something sweet. I'm glad that it was you who was our first male guest and broke the, uh, <laughs> are you kidding me? Wow. Wait, why was I literally just going to go? 
No, he did it for you. No, that was very sweet. Continue. I like hearing you say sweet things about me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll say more things tomorrow when I see you. I can leave this birthday gift in my. I can send it back. Oh. Not fight, my fault. It was fight, late in the fight, first place. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> um, not my fault either. <laughs> or you left, but Amazon and the Lord had other plans for the gift. But you know, it's here now. So <laughs> that's okay. Ely's gift was late too. So. Um, yes. but it was worth it, wouldn't it? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night. Yes, now you can stop recording. Oh, no, no.